And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully you guys are having a fantastic week. Uh, just me today. Uh, Going to keep it a little short um, today, doing some listener mail. Uh, had some great questions on Twitter, as always. Can't wait to get to that. Um, yeah, I keep saying I'm going to do listener mail more often, and it always ends up like once every three or four weeks. So <laughs> I will make a conscious effort to answer more questions. But uh, yeah, can't wait. Before I get to listener mail... Uh, Guys, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe. And if you are an iTunes user, please take literally five seconds to leave us a five-star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate it. That helps us move up the iTunes charts. Uh, and if you like the show and want to get involved, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. All right, let's jump right into listener mail. First question. Oh, yeah. Well, let's just get this one out of the way. Uh, (laughs) Let's get this one right out of the way. This is from a friend of the show, um, the failing New York Times, a member of the No Gimmicks Podcast Fantasy Football League. Uh, He, well, or she, or they, uh, you know, up up to interpretation, asks, how is this possible? Uh, Referring to the fact that he is currently the number one seed in our Fantasy Football League, sitting at 7-2. and I don't know, man. (sighs) Broken clock. Is right twice a day. Miracles happen. You know, Moses part of the Red Sea. Jesus obviously defied death itself. So, uh, you know, crazy things happen in this world. Miracles do happen. Um, Don't get too comfortable, though. Next question. How close are we to a full and complete economic collapse? Um, Yeah. Uh, News broke early this morning uh, that in October, inflation hit the highest level since 1990. Uh, 31 years, uh, and it's obviously not slowing down anytime soon. I mean, pri- prices across the board are up. Gas is up close to 50% uh, in one year. Um, incredible. I mean, the price of food is up everywhere, um, anywhere between 10 to 40%, um, depending on what you're buying. Sometimes higher if you're talking about things like beef. It's up about 50%. Um, and the Biden regime's answer is to print trillions more and to raise everybody's taxes. I mean, this is incredible stuff it's madness and and i i think this is just the beginning unfortunately um they're they're now gearing up to tax the crap out of cryptocurrency if they get their way as well just to you know just to make sure everybody's hurting not just almost everybody um truly wicked stuff um honestly i mean if the biden administration were intentionally destroying the economy i can't really think of anything they'd be doing different um i mean these people are either completely economically illiterate or they are socialists trying to hurt people and make them dependent on government. They're intentionally trying to hurt families uh, and get them on, on the government teat. Um, either way, it's bad. I mean, I, I think things are going to get much worse before they get better. And and we'd better take back Congress next year. I mean, these midterms, if, if we can pick up 40, 50 seats in the House, you know, have a, a solid majority in the House, uh, take back the Senate, um, Obviously, we could put put an end to to these big Biden bills, um, but we can't just replace these people with any old Republicans either. I mean, they'd better understand economics. I mean, they better be Thomas Massey Republicans, you know, because 
there's a large swath on the right who no longer believe in free markets, who no longer believe in, in Austrian economics or or even supply-side economics. I mean, I saw a tweet from uh, Ryan Gerdusky yesterday. I think he writes for um, maybe American Greatness. I'm not sure. Um, by the way, I invited Ryan on the show and never heard back, so I'm not, you know, I'd, I'd love to debate this you know, with him. But uh, he and all, all the right-wing populists were retweeting him. He said that the GOP should be left-wing on, on economics and right-wing on the culture, which is <laughs> insane. I mean, yikes, guys. Like... If the if the GOP adopts all out Keynesianism or worse, you know, left wing economics, that's it's all over. We lose the country. And I'm not saying Republicans are free marketeers by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, Trump blew out spending. Um, Trump certainly uh, brought about inflation as well. I mean, obviously Joe Biden made it much worse, but I mean, Trump printed what two trillion or something in COVID bailouts. Uh, I mean, he has blood in his hands too, economically speaking. Um, but this is crazy. I mean, we, we we need to stop the Democrats and their spending and their and their taxation. But we need to stop this left wing movement within the Republican Party as well, saying that we need to abandon sound economics. I mean, it's insane. And, and they're citing polls that say that you know American voters prefer Democratic policies on on economics. Well, I don't think that's true. And and if that is true, it's it's because the pollsters are asking questions like, hey, do you support getting free crap from the government? I mean, most people will say yes, uh, but they don't they don't really understand what that means. They don't understand what inflation is. They don't understand um, that their taxes are going to go up. So, I mean, we need to stop this leftism within the GOP, and then we need to elect good people and put an end to this Democratic spending. Uh, and the follow-up question to that was whether or not, essentially whether or not the Democrats are doing this intentionally. And and I don't know. Um, obviously, I, I can't see, like I just mentioned, how, what they'd be doing differently if they were doing this intentionally. Um, I don't know if Joe Biden is. Probably not. Um, but the people running the show might be. It seems to me that the inmates are running the asylum at the White House right now. And that's what you get when you elect a man with dementia. Um, the, the staffers are dictating policy. I don't even think it's Ron Klain. I think it's the, the young staffers staffing the White House and these agencies that are that are dictating policy. And who are these people? Who are these staffers? They're they're thirty year old, you know, twenty something somethings and thirty somethings who are extraordinarily radical. They're ideological, political operatives. They are me, <laughs> but leftist. They're the evil version of your boy, right? They are Mr. Hyde to my Dr. Jekyll, if you will. And that should scare the crap out of you. I mean these people running the White House right now, they're just as ideological as we are, just in in evil ways, right? I mean, they're they're just as passionate about destroying free markets as as we are about returning our economy to a free market economy. I mean they're they're just as passionate about killing babies as we are about saving them. I mean they're they're just us, but just the the, the opposite. The Mr. Hyde version of us. That should scare the crap out of you. Right. I mean, maybe we shouldn't elect people with Alzheimer's. I don't think it's working out too well. Next question. Going to build an AR-15. Should I build one chambered in 5.56 or something like 350 Legend or 450 Bushmaster? Um, I mean, where I don't know where you live or uh, what you're going to use it for. Like, is it just a a self-defense weapon or are you going to use it for hunting? I mean, if you if you're just going to like so I don't know anything about you. 
Like, I don't know if you're a hunter and already have a hunting rifle and just want an AR, or if you want to use it for everything, like in Ohio, also in, in Michigan, uh, Iowa, uh, Illinois, and a couple other states, you're not allowed to use traditional bottleneck cartridges for hunting. Uh, you have to use straight-walled cartridges, which is why uh, uh, Bushmaster and Hornady and these guys invented the the 450 Bushmaster and the 350 Legend because they're, they're essentially blown up giant pistol cartridges. They're straight-walled cartridges, and that's why they're legal uh, to hunt in these states that say you, you can only hunt with, you know, slugs and straight wall cartridges. That's why I have a, I have a bolt action rifle in 450, um, th- which is my deer gun. Um, uh, so like if you, if you just don't have any rifles and you want an AR that you can also hunt with, I'd go with, you know, you know, I like 450 Bushmaster 350 legend is fine. Um, but if, if it's just a self-defense gun, like I know a lot of people like building these, these awesome, cool-looking rifles in 450 or 350 or whatever, but like, I mean, there's a million reasons why. If like, if you just want an AR for self-defense, just to have an AR-15, just get a typical AR chambered in in two two three five five six. I mean, for a million reasons. One, like you can get two two three Remington for like you know, sometimes you can find a good deal, fifty-five, sixty cents a round. I mean, even if you're looking for like a hunting round with a heavier bullet. In five five six NATO, like you're still only looking at like a dollar around. I mean, you can't like you cannot find four fifty Bushmaster or three fifty Legend under two dollars around. And depending on how heavy you want it, I mean, you can look at you're looking at two fifty around plus sometimes. Harder to find. Only a couple companies make it. Um, and then also like, I don't know why you'd want to like go through a thirty round mag. In well, I mean, three fifty Legend isn't as bad. Recoil wise, but 450 Bushmaster is terrible. Like I, I know a couple guys that have uh, ARs in 450, and it's like, dude, you can't even go ro- a mag after mag with that thing. I mean, the recoil is crazy. Like, there's the recoil on 450 Bushmaster is worse than a 12 gauge shotgun. So, I mean, even in a self defense capacity, like, I don't know, man, it's hard to shoot straight <laughs> with a semi auto with that kind of recoil. I mean, you're gonna. It's going to cost you an arm and a leg, and you're going to lose your right arm anyway <laughs> shooting hundreds of rounds with, with that crazy recoil. So it's like, you know, if you're looking for a hunting gun, obviously, I, I wouldn't recommend hunting with, with two two three five five six. In a lot of states, you're not allowed to anyway. I mean, you could, you could if you get heavier bullets uh, and have really good shot placement. But, you know, if you're just looking for a self-defense gun, just get a normal AR in standard five five six. Plus, you can you can shoot five five six or two two three Remington out of it. They're interchangeable. It's and you can find them on shelves anywhere. Um, that's just smarter, cheaper, better on the shoulder. There you go. What's your favorite type of fish to catch? Uh, this is from my my buddy, friend of the show, Andrew. Um, uh, to catch my favorite fish to catch would be flathead catfish because it's like riding a bull because <laughs> they're just solid muscular fish i mean catfish in general fight hard i mean they fight like i mean if you catch a small cat which is like a 10 you know five to ten pound catfish it's going to feel like a 20 pound anything else right they, they just fight harder they're more muscular a lot stronger than most other fish and i mean i think the biggest flathead i've caught was only like 35 pounds ish um but i mean it feels like you're bringing in a 60 70 pounder i mean they fight really hard um if it's what what fish my favorite type of fish to catch and eat, I mean I do like eating flatheads, but um, you know I, I get most excited to catch either walleye or yellow perch because they're the best eating 
um, at least in my opinion, the best eating uh, freshwater fish around. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time chasing walleye and perch. I mean, you know, if you put anything else you can catch in freshwater, you know, in front of me, I'm going to, I'm going to choose that either perch or walleye delicious stuff. So, um, you know, I, I spent a lot more time trying to catch stuff that tastes really good than just, you know, catching fish for the fight itself. So like, you know, probably walleye, I would say. Where was Gavin Newsom? Did he get lost in Sally's beauty supply, or was he hanging out for weeks at a friend's four-star restaurant? Either way, was he wearing a mask? Man, it must be nice. Um, it must be nice to be a Democrat, man. My goodness. I mean, you almost have to feel a little jealous. I mean, Newsom, the governor of California, just disappeared for two for two weeks. Nobody really knows why. Um, I mean, imagine. I mean, there's lots of conspiracy theories. Like he had a reaction to the the COVID vaccine or something like that, or just got COVID really bad or something like that. Or, you know, a lot of other, you know, whatever he had plastic surgery and he's the governor of California. I don't think Californians would care if he had plastic surgery or whatever, but, but like, you know, typically you see with like John Kerry and stuff, like if they disappear for a while, it's probably cause they got the Botox, but like, I don't really, you know, I don't think Californians would care cause they're all half plastic anyway. But, uh, I mean, imagine if this were Ron DeSantis, just disappearing for two weeks in the middle of like a global pandemic and supply shortages and just a, just a economy in shambles, crime rates skyrocketing across California. But I mean, these people just do whatever they want. I mean, they they don't care. I mean, they know that the press will cover for him. I mean, no matter what he does, the press will cover for him. It must be nice. Next question. Do you think DeSantis the governor of Florida is the front runner for president. Um, I mean, like the front runner as in like odds, I'd say like whoever the Republican nominee is would be the odds on favorite to win the presidency in 2024 would be the, the front runner. Um, I mean, I certainly hope uh, DeSantis is the nominee. I think he's the the man for the moment um, and moments they you know, these moments in time and in, in politics, they're very unique. Like, it was Trump's moment in 2016. And I know a lot of Republicans want Trump to run again. Um, I don't. I think his time has passed. I think it was important that he won in 2016. I, I voted for him. Voted for him twice. I endorsed him on this show. But I think his moment is, has come and gone. Um, and, and when people pass up, like, uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren... A lot, like the Democrats really wanted her to run in 2016, but she didn't. She deferred to Hillary Clinton. She probably would have won. You know, like she was a lot more popular among Democrats then than she is now. And then she tried to, you know, she kind of realized that she missed her, her chance and tried to run again and got blown out because it's just the 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 it just the moment changed, man. Just the the scene changed, and you can't really get it back. And I think right now, this is Ron DeSantis's moment. I mean, he uh, the way he's handled COVID. Um, was great. He didn't lock down his state. He didn't oppress people. He stood up to the press. He stood up to the bullies in the press. He stood up to the left. Um, and Florida's doing great. I mean, their economy's doing okay. Um, they have like the fewest COVID cases anywhere in the country right now. Um, their death rate was was better than most other states, despite it being demographically the oldest state in the union. Um, there's really nothing. There's not a lot of holes in this guy's resume. He's smart. He knows how Congress works. He was an effective conservative member of Congress. He knows how the sausage is made. Um, where like a guy like Trump couldn't really 
it was tough for him to work with Congress. He just didn't really understand it. Um, I think I think DeSantis would be great. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope he's the guy because I, I do think whoever the Republicans nominate has a strong chance, a very strong chance of winning in 2024. But we'll see. I mean, I, a lot of people are hung up on Trump, man. And I get it. I get it. And it, it's not even like, because yeah, Trump did some good things and some bad things in office. Um, a lot of people are hung up on Trump because he's, you know, the quote-unquote fighter. He fights the press, all of this. I'm just telling you, DeSantis can too, man. And he's better at it because he's smarter. He's more articulate. He knows how to hit the press where it hurts. He's like a more focused Trump, except more conservative and understands economics. I mean, where can you go wrong? Please, guys, be smart. Do the right thing. Are you watching the Kyle Rittenhouse trial? Will he get off? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping up with it, but I've only watched a few clips. I haven't, you know, I will spend time catching up on the whole thing, and I'm going to do a whole episode on it when it's over. Um, I just haven't had time to to follow it as closely as I had liked. Uh, but this is important. I mean, this is a very important trial. It's terrifying what is happening right now. It does deserve my full attention, and I haven't been able to put that much time into it yet. Um, but from everything I've seen. We were all right from the jump. I mean, Kyle did nothing wrong. It sure seems to me like he's a political prisoner. Uh, it's that simple. I mean, he acted in self-defense. Um, that is clear. Um, the guy he shot and lived said, <laughs> he testified, that Rittenhouse acted in self-defense, didn't shoot until there was a gun pointed at him. Um, I mean, the, the Democrats threw him in jail essentially for opposing Black Lives Matter, right? Oppos- opposing the riots. If he were a leftist who did this exact same thing in self-defense, the Democrats would name streets after him. You know, if the, if the political affiliations were reversed. Um, he either gets, I mean, he clearly did nothing wrong. He either gets off or this country is not what we thought it was. It's, it's that simple. Either he gets off or we are truly living under two entirely separate justice systems, meaning the right and the left. Um, also, if and when Kyle Rittenhouse gets off, he had better sue every single corporate press outlet for everything they're worth. I mean, the Democrats and the media called him a terrorist, a terrorist, because armed men attacked him, pointed a gun at him, and he acted in self-defense. Truly wicked stuff from the press and members of Congress. I mean, like Ilhan Omar and, and, and all these people, they, they were calling him a terrorist. On Twitter, those tweets are still up. I hope he sues every single one of them and bankrupts them. Bankrupt them. These people cannot continue getting away with this. And by the way, cities across the area, uh, including Chicago, they're they're bracing for riots. Um, if if and when Kyle gets off, my gosh, these people. I mean, they'll they'll take any excuse to burn things down. It's it's disgusting. And don't do this, Democrats. And not to sound harsh or anything, but have you not learned your lesson from Kyle Rittenhouse? Don't assault peaceful people. We're allowed to own guns in this country. We will defend ourselves. Stop rioting. Stop burning businesses down. Stop assaulting innocent people. That's how you get shot. That's how you get Rittenhoused. Have you learned nothing? Also, side note, uh, as I'm recording this right now, um, Kyle Rittenhouse is, is currently testifying under oath. He waived his uh, Fifth Amendment rights. I'm not sure why the judge warned him that it was a bad idea. It obviously is a bad idea. I don't know why his lawyers are, are letting him do it. But 
Um, he he wants to testify, so he's testifying right now, and we'll we'll see what happens. And I will spend a lot of time on this once once I have time to really catch up, and and you know once it's all over, I'd, ra- I'd rather just wait until we have a conclusion, then I can dive into it. Uh, thank you guys so much for the questions. Thank you f- for all the uh, support I've been getting lately, all the kind words. I really do appreciate it. Uh, that's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. No gimmicks. Thank you.